Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Good morning, Mr. Carter. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? Nice, bright, sunny morning to get Mm. your day started. Yes. Illinois, you need to get your shit together. We need you to warm up. Yeah. It's time. How about just some sunshine? It's time. It is time. Yes. Over it. Yeah. Yeah. Florida ruined us, it, you know, because it was beautiful and warm and gorgeous. Even we didn't have Florida, like, it's come on, man. I know. I know. It's a lot. So we thought to lighten the mood today, we would do one of our favorite things to do on No Stage Lights, and that is give you some fun and weird facts to kind of chew on as you're listening today. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I love weird things i think like everybody's kind of curious right and like um unique like things that you wouldn't normally think of yeah so bestlifeonline.com has a great list of weird facts actually they have 65 facts so weird you won't believe they're true oh boy um i don't know if we're gonna get to all of them and as we know sometimes you know things become a little inappropriate (laughs) which i'm okay with but can you lick your elbow well, that well, that's not one. Oh, it's not. Oh. Is this a dirty like? Is no, there a, it's oh. just a fact. That's a fact that nobody can lick their elbow. I can. No, you can't. <laughs> I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a cow. Now everybody's like crashing their cars and trying to like lick their elbow. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> um, so these are actually more like weird things that are going on. That's pretty weird. And in yeah. the number, okay, so number one out of 65, and I actually knew this because a friend of mine who passed away, their family did this. There is a company that turns bodies into ocean reefs, coral reef. You can, you can, ha- so if you dream about being buried at sea, um, there is a company called Eternal Reefs, and my friend's family did this for my friend who passed away. Um, it mixes the cremated remains of the person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, um, handprints or mementos, environmentally friendly, of course. And then the pearl is encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life. Wow. Yep. Helping to encourage a vibrant ecosystem, the circle of life at work. That is really cool. I thought you were going to say something like could turn you into like a totem pole or something and for your house or something. I No, that, honey. No, no, no. Well, it's like the it's like the ashes are mixed with Yeah, concrete. no, that's awesome. I know. That is really cool. I know. I just think that's really it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so that's kind of did you know you can okay i'm sorry moving on did you know that you can buy a flying bicycle Ooh, i want one. Oh my god the worst idea it sounds like something out of a sci-fi novel flying bicycle yes but british british innovators john foden and yannick reed have come up with a bicycle that actually flies the explorer air is composed of a folding bicycle and a lightweight trailer that contains a biofuel-powered fan motor. Can you imagine putting your four-year-old on that? Pew! To the moon! (laughs) 
I'd have to see this thing in, in action. It can reach up to 25 miles an hour in the air and 4,000 feet in altitude. That what? While the inventors were unable to reach their funding goal to produce enough Explore Airs for wide availability, they are offering their services through um, Bespoke Production. So, Wait a second. Only 25 mile an hour uh-huh. and you're 4,000 feet in the air? Uh-huh. Pedal like faster. You, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna seem, uh-huh. seems like you'd need a little bit more speed than that. I don't know. I just imagine a, like one of your kids up there like... Phew. What if the chain comes off the sprocket? <laughs> <laughs> the sprocket yeah. i'm kidding oh. bicycle bicycles have sprockets yeah. oh they do oh boy i don't i'm gonna be honest i don't really know what a sprocket is i thought it was a tool that's a socket oh <laughs> good lord i hate that thing so much <laughs> i do uh, Oh, God. Okay. Um, dolphin. M- moving on. Dolphins sleep with one eye open, and you probably should too, Mr. Carter. <laughs> because that sucker, that sucker is going to be under your pillow one of these nights. Oh, that's awesome. That was a good one. <laughs> Dolphins are known to be one of the smartest animals on the planet, possibly because they can conserve their brain power, because they must constantly be on the lookout for predators. The marine mammal um, mammals have developed a neat trick of maintaining partial consciousness even as part of their brain sleeps. That's how I felt on steroids. <laughs> like part of me is sleeping, part of me is wide awake and wants to make a flan. Um, so, yeah, they sleep with one eye open. Wow, who, you can't, dolphins are so cool. I mean, who would want to hurt a dolphin? I mean, and that, that, a shark. Of course. A I shark understand. would. Yeah. That's who. Yep. Yep. That was, <laughs> I don't think they're, I don't think they're like one eye open on the lookout for humans. Right. Oh, here comes Bill. Here comes that pesky diver again. Swim. <laughs> um, okay. Number six, vacuum cleaners were originally horse drawn, which seems huh? horse drawn vacuum cleaners. One of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was so large that it had to be hauled from house to house via a horse-drawn carriage. Okay. All right. Now I'm on board. The way you read that, <laughs> it made it sound like the you had a horse was... in your house pulling <laughs> you, a vacuum. You would need a lot more vacuums. You'd need you know. a lot of square footage. If its giant hoses were popped through the window of customer windows of customers and a gas-powered motor generated the suction that pulled the dirt and debris into glass containers where onlookers could gawk at the volume of filth coming from their neighbor's homes. Wow. That's brutal. Yeah. Oh. My God. Wow, that's really, that's not, jeez. I know. And better not have a dirt floor. I would just walk by with one eye open like, I'm not looking like the dolphins. Like a dolphin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, who cares about that? Um, <laughs> Alfred? Alfred? <laughs> Alfred, Alfred, oh boy, Alfred Hitchcock, yes, was frightened of eggs. Of eggs, the master of suspense, who terrified audiences with movies like Psycho and Birds, considered himself an ovophobic, ovophobe, someone who is frightened of eggs. How could you be afraid of an egg? In 1963, he explained to interviewers, "I'm frightened of eggs." Worse. 
than frightened. They revolt me. That white round thing without any holes. And when you break it inside, there's that yellow thing round without any holes. Blood is jolly red, but egg yolk is yellow, revolting. I have never tasted it. So he was more creeped out by it more than out of fear. It wasn't a fear base. He said, I'm frightened of eggs. Worse than frightened, they revolt me. So it freaked him out that there were. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So, did you know that pigs don't sweat? Oh, they're in the mud all the time. If somebody tells you they're sweating like a pig, you might want to point out to them, if you're that sort of person, that <laughs> if they were being biologically correct and accurate, then that would mean they were not sweating at so all. So, where did that come from, I wonder? Um, I don't know. Swine, they were born without sweat glands. Um, and so, when they need to cool off... Their only option tends to be the mud, the, a puddle of mud. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, the fuller the fridge, the more energy efficient it is. That did I did know, know. Really? Yes, that I did know. Huh. The more you put in it, the the more efficient. Because like things get cold and then they. Well, it occupies more space. The more empty space mm-hmm. in the fridge, the more cold air is dispersed. Correct. Oh. Do, does that work the same way with like the more people you put in a house if you turn the air on? No. No. I don't think. Okay. Um, One would think that that would be the same thing, but. Okay. This is interesting because we just had a discussion about umbrellas. Umbrellas were once only used by women. And I said, take an umbrella. And you said, I'm not going to use an umbrella. It's just one more thing to carry. It's just one more thing to carry. I mean, it's water. Well, umbrellas are used and appreciated by pretty much everyone except for dairy living in rainy places. Um, For centuries, they were seen as something only to be used by women associated with the fashionable um, parasols women would carry during the nicer days to keep the sun from their skin. Right. They'd have those like lace ones. I mean, if it rained on those, it was going to be like raining through, you know. Well, those were to keep the sun off off of them. Well, right. But I mean, those weren't like true like rain umbrellas. Those were like a, like you say, like a how in those days, a gentleman would wear like a top hat and then the women would have their big bloomy dresses and they'd twirl their umbrellas and, you know, Look all sexified. (laughs) (laughs) You're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Twirl my umbrella, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so moving right along. (laughs) Spider webs were used as bandages in ancient times. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. Um, Spider webs supposedly have natural antiseptic and antifungal properties, which can help heal wounds, clean, and prevent infection. It is also said that spider webs are rich in vitamin K, which promotes clotting. So the next time you're out of band-aids, just head to your attic and grab some webicillin. I did not make that up. Oh. The writer did. Ouch. Uh, I I can't hardly believe this one. <laughs> it appears that way. <laughs> Control yourself. It's that good a woman so you get our there yeah they're like built up for nothing a woman who lost her wedding ring found it 16 years later on a carrot in her garden so apparently she lost it out in her garden yeah and then a carrot grew through it 
Wonder, Unbelievable. Uh, I wonder how many carrots it was. <laughs> a woman in Sweden lost her wedding ring while cooking for Christmas in 1995. She looked everywhere for it and even had her kitchen floor pulled up. Wow. Hoping she could find it, but she wouldn't see it again until 2012. While gardening 16 years later, the woman found the ring around a carrot that was only sprouting, uh, that was sprouting in the middle of it. The only explanation was that the ring must have been lost in vegetable peelings that were turned into compost. And there you go. Grew carrots. That's insane. Think of the irony. A diamond is carrot that's weighed by... I know you're really holding on to that one. Well, I mean, mean, wasn't in a watermelon patch. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. How many melons is it? (laughs) <laughs> okay, come on. I, I like get that your, one. Oh. Get your head out of the gutter. Blood donors in Sweden receive a text when their blood is used. That's neat. To encourage more young people to donate blood, uh, this university hospital in Gothenburg, Sweden, sends a text to donors when their blood has been dispensed to someone in need. A common issue with blood donation, along with other types of charitable donations, is that if a donor doesn't know the recipient, it's harder to convince them that donating is worth it. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one seems a little touchy. But I'm going to say it. All right. I'm ready. You're more likely to get a computer virus from visiting a religious site than a porn site. You're more likely. (coughs) You're more likely to get a virus from that, from visiting a religious site. Interesting. Why? Let's find out why. I'm I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Religious websites carry three times more malware threats than pornography sites. Hmm. They it's, it's, it's hypothesized that because porn sites need to generate a profit, there's a financial incentive to keep virus free content to encourage repeat business. That seems weird. That seems very backwards. Oh, the inventor of the Pringles can is now buried in one. Wow. Really? Yeah. In 1966, Frederick Bauer developed the ingenious idea for Procter & Gamble to uniformly stack chips inside a can instead of tossing them in a bag. Bauer was so proud of his invention that he literally wanted to take it to the grave. So did they... I mean, like in the small Pringles can- ashes, or did they like build he, this giant one and stuff them in it? Um, I'm not sure yet. He communicated his burial wishes to his family. When he died at the age of 89, his children stopped at Walgreens on the way oh, okay. to the funeral home to buy his burial Pringles can. Uh, they did have one decision to make, though. My siblings and I briefly deba- debated what flavor. Oh. But I said, look, we need to use the original. And so... That's what they did. I'm assuming his ashes are in there. Yeah, I'm guessing. That yeah. are just his fingers. Sunglasses. Do you know why they were originally invented and designed? 
I, I'll tell you. Okay, good. They were originally designed for Chinese judges to hide their facial expressions in court. I mean, they like, I would have to have sunglasses too if I tried to oh, be in yeah. court. I'd be like, what? You did what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Which right now we're in the, um, the midst of the Johnny Depp trials. What a circus. Oh my God. I, I mean, this is making it. OJ look good. Yeah. Uh, cotton candy was invented by a dentist. Smart marketing, Mr. Dentist out there. Um, he invented a uh, machine spun cotton candy in 1897. It was introduced at the world's f- first, the world's fair in 1904 is fairy floss. Floss, fairy floss. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. And then another dentist reinvented the machine in 1921 and came up with the name cotton candy, which replaced fairy floss. More appropriate name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> so fairy floss. I mean, everything about it, like it keeps people coming back. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, let's see, let's see. A New Orleans hotel offered a $15,000 stay to a whoever stole the most outrageous item from them. Huh. I don't understand. Sound like they were going to pay somebody to admit that oh, they stole something. Yeah. So in, oh, this was recently, March of 2019, the Roosevelt Hotel in New Orleans decided to celebrate its 125th anniversary by offering a free seven-night stay in its presidential suite, along with complimentary private dinners and spa treatments for a uh, worth a whopping $15,000. Wow. But this wasn't a standard giveaway. The prize was only available to the person who returned the most outrageous item ever stolen from the hotel. So, like, then did you go to jail afterwards? I was going to say, what I mean, hey, I got it. You know, I mean... Did they ever get it back or whatever it was? Do we know? I don't know. Oh, well, that's anticlimactic. <clears throat> um, this is crazy. Children of identical twins. Do we have any identical twins who are listening to the show? Because children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. Well, that's their DNA. Interesting. Well, yeah. Because they share sense. 25%. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. That's crazy. How do you say Galapagos? Just like that? Just like that. A giant tortoise thought to be extinct for 100 years was recently discovered in the Galapagos Islands. I love it. He escaped. It's like that shark, that crazy shark that's come like down from Nova Scotia and mm-hmm. like over in the Gulf now yeah look out dolphins over there sleep with one eye open because um yeah she's old that says um let's see it would only take one hour to drive to space what or maybe 45 minutes on your flying bike (laughs) if you got into your car turned the ignition and drove up to the sky at 60 miles an hour. It would take just one hour. That's insane. 
I don't like that. I feel like I'm getting like, I feel like that's too close. You know? No. Like, I feel like that top of the world is too close to the tops of our heads now. Remember, it's infinity. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, if I you know. could just yeah. shoot straight up in the car for an hour, you could either get to Chicago or you could get to space from Spa- here. Space, please. <laughs> uh, a cornflake in the shape of Illinois sold on eBay for $1,300. You know, I, I've seen like people selling what uh, food shaped like certain things and like people paying outrageous. I mean, what a bunch of coconuts. Well, this guy has I a mean, traveling museum, the guy who bought it. So two sisters found it and they were in Virginia and they found it and they sold it on eBay for $1,350. Um, Monty Kerr, Monty Kerr, I guess his name is, the owner of a trivia, I can't talk, of a trivia website from Austin, Texas was the buyer. He explained that he wanted the special piece of cereal for his traveling museum. So, I mean. He said they thought it was a fantastic piece. I can't wrap my head around that. Okay. I mean, in today's technology, you don't think that there's someone out there that could make, I, f- I mean, yeah, shaped shape. yeah. whatever they want. It's kind of crazy. Oh. Well, really, he didn't pay that much for it, if you think about it. Like, okay, this one's going to blow your mind. And it's also freaking me out. Now, I just don't know if I can ever go back outside. A cloud can weigh more than a million pounds. Because it's filled with water. Clouds are not as light and fluffy as they appear. A single cloud weighs about 1.1 million pounds. How do they know? Well, it's calculated by taking the water density of a cloud and multiplying it by its volume. Fortunately, the cloud can still float. Ah. (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, Neil, so the Apollo 11 crew used hundreds of autographs as life insurance. Neil Armstrong and the Apollo 11 crew faced the real chance that they wouldn't return from the moon safely leaving their families without financial support due to the extreme danger that they were about to face. They couldn't take out life insurance policies. So instead they signed hundreds of autographs, which their family was, would have been able to sell if they didn't make it home. Wow. Man, that's really cool. These astronauts are so smart. What they are. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm watching that light bulb click over your head. It's just, Something to behold. I just, I'm blown away. Okay, let's do one more. And what's it going to be? A meteor exploded over Earth with a force of 10 atomic bombs and everyone missed it. You'd think if a spatial body met a phenomenally fiery fate right above our heads, we'd notice. Well, obviously it was... It was in 2018. Pretty far away, though. But when a meteor hit our atmosphere on December 18th, 2018, and exploded with a force that was 10 times the energy of the Hiroshima atomic bomb, it wasn't discovered by NASA scientists until after the fact. 
turns out it went largely undetected because it took place over the Bering Sea in an area that was close but not directly on the path of commercial planes flying between North America and Asia. Hmm. But why does it have anything to do with it? I'm lost. Oh, so it was like somewhere where nobody could really right. see. Pay attention to. Can you imagine God was like, oh, I've been planning that for a long time. You all missed it. Every single one of you missed it. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, let's do one more. Oh, a moon bow. Okay, I'm starting to want to go outside again. A moon bow is a rainbow that happens at night. If a storm is passing and the sun starts shining, you might be able to see a rainbow, which we had a full rainbow over our house the other day. And I saw that, yeah. But did you know that you can see something just amazing at night? Well, they are incredibly unusual. Moon bows or lunar rainbows are caused by the reflection, refraction, and dispersion of light and tend to happen most often in a place with waterfalls and mist. Oh my God, that sounds magical. Mm-hmm. Moon bows and waterfalls? Yeah. Where do they keep the unicorns? <laughs> there also has to be a near full moon for there to be enough light for you to see it. If you thought it was... Imp- oh, that's a different one. Sorry. That one's not as impressive. Um, yeah. Crazy stuff here. Um, I feel like we could go on and on and on, but I don't know that we want to do that. So we are going to <laughs> end with this one. All right. Ready? This is the last one for the day. Sumo wrestlers make babies cry for good luck. <laughs> they would make me cry. I mean, if I saw a sumo wrestler coming at me. I'd run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a 400-year-old Japanese tradition that if a sumo wrestler can, wrestler can make your baby cry, it means he or she will live a healthy life. The so, baby will live Yeah, so oh. during a special ceremony, parents hand their infants over to sumo wrestlers who bounce their precious tats up and down and sometimes even roar in their faces to get the tears flowing. That has got to be so scarring. Well, I think anybody can do that. You don't got to be a sumo wrestler to make a baby cry. <laughs> but that's I'm how, good at that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh, no, you're a baby man. I'm kidding, Come on. yeah. All right. Well, we will maybe we'll have some more of these fun, weird facts um, on our next episode. But uh, for now, I mean, that's just great. So thank you, bestlifeonline.com. If you want to read more of these bizarro, weird facts, you can check that out at bestlifeonline.com. Thank you for um, providing us with some entertainment today. And uh, we're going to tune on out. We will talk to you next episode. Signing out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Take good care of each other, everybody. Bye, guys.